0: Warning, we are about to spoil Season 5 of Fringe. If you haven't seen the show and you plan on watching it, leave now and come back later. But if you have seen it, or you just don't care, then please, stick around. Alright, we're doing the final season. We're in a new setting. We're just gonna ease people into the plot. So, Florin? No, no, no. We slowly... Ease them Laura
1: in. Flora! Cameron, no! Hello everybody, and welcome to Cinema Roulette. Goodness gracious me, we are, after the what feels like the longest time, finally putting an end to a long series.
0: Yeah, it, it's it been quite the journey
1: It has been, honestly So I'm actually really excited to talk about this one um, I not- mean, the
0: last series we finished was a star And that was at the beginning of uh, 2021, I think
1: Yeah, god, that's hard to believe but yeah, yeah. Not, not only will we uh, finish up the series, we'll also get to find out what the next one is. Which it doesn't happen often just because of, you know, long series.
0: Yeah, since it doesn't have, happen often, I'll explain how TV series work at the end of this episode again. Mm-hmm. For for new people who decided to start on the fifth season of a show <laughs> that we are covering.
1: Like, honestly, like, either go watch the show or go listen to the other ones before this at the very least.
0: Yeah, it... You made a very odd decision, gotta say. Yeah,
1: it's coming in right in with but Season welcome. 5. welcome. Yeah, thank you. We're, we're happy you're here anyway. <laughs> so yes, uh, any other thing banter noises you can think of, or are we going to get uh, into
0: The it? only banter noise I can think of is saying the title.
1: You're saying the title? Well, <laughs> it's a good thing we're reviewing Season 5 of Fringe. <laughs> Where's that silence. Uh oh wait, I watched season five of community. Um <laughs> ah shit. Uh well <laughs> two very different shows. Uh, first off why would now you they're, go <laughs> they're about the same. First off why would you go past season two? Uh that's also a fair question. <laughs> Anyone remember when Yahoo had a streaming service? Yeah <laughs> I do. Anyone remember when, like, we had, like, Yahoo video? There was, like, Google video, but there was also Yahoo video where you could, like, internet search stuff. <laughs> internet search. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was, like, way back in the fucking day when Yahoo was still considered a thing. Like, it still is a thing, but, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they're the ones who had community for a while. I don't remember mm-hmm. 100%. Interesting.
1: Anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> we're not here to talk about community. Probably we, we probably won't talk about the series honestly, <laughs> but <clears throat> this is fringe. I am very excited for this because um, this season was shortened um, it, it, because all the R seasons were like the regular twenty two episode length. But this one's only t- uh, thirteen, and a half a season. It's a Hannibal length. Yes.
0: Annibal, that one show we also covered on the podcast. You can listen to the episodes on any podcast apps or even on YouTube. A hey. um, shameless plugging. Shameless plug. <laughs> Annibal, the original long series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing that may us have to separate things into two wheels. Yep. <laughs> but that isn't here nor there. Well it is here. And was there.
1: Yeah. I'm very. <laughs> <laughs> That's I- quite the contradicting statement. It was here and it's not here, but it's also here at some point.
0: <laughs> you know, doesn't that make a lot of sense in a show that has multiple timelines?
1: <laughs> right? We got to focus here.
0: Uh, yeah, okay. Also, if you didn't listen to the episode on uh, season four or haven't watched the show yourself, you're about to be very fucking confused, and I'm not helping.
1: Yeah. It goes kind of right the fuck into the plot and just keeps going.
0: It just don't... It don't stop. It
1: don't stop. <clears throat> the plot keeps coming, and it don't stop coming.
0: Okay, so hey, remember in season four, that one episode that seemed to come right out of nowhere? is uh, isn't 19 when it happens? Mm-hmm. Episode 19, where we're, for some reason, in the future with uh, Liv and Peter's daughter in a future where the Observers have taken over.
1: Yeah, we're back here now. (laughs) Yeah, kind of, honestly, like, the the ball's to start it right here. Like, we kind of respect that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it takes place right after that episode. Mm -hmm. So, Pierre has... Pierre wakes up after having a dream about uh, being in the park when the invasion originally happened and is with his daughter Edda and Walter, Walter and Astrid are here too. Yep, nice. Hell yeah. Uh September back in 2015, the year is a uh 2036. Back in 2015, Walter and September set up a plan To make sure that they could defeat the Observers. Because, you know, uh, the Observers can see far ahead into the future. And September saw what was coming. It's like, yo, we need not do that. Mm -hmm. So, we have a plan. Walter has a plan. We just need the things. Also, uh, we need to find Livia. Luckily, we go to the spot where she should be. She isn't there. Go to a black market. And it's like, yo, we need people in amber. Tall, blonde, like, 80. And they're like, we already sold her. Turns out it was the bookshop dude that Peter used to always go to for information.
1: Yeah, he kind of went fucking nutters.
0: Yeah, he went nutters. He hasn't appeared again in the show, so we're not going into the creepy stuff of that. Anyway, we got Livia. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But while we're getting Livia, Walter gets captured. Everyone is also a very broken human being at the moment. Yep. <laughs> we actually find out that Peter and uh, Olivia kind of split up after the invasion. Not to a point of divorce, but that their daughter disappeared at uh, At the park flashback we saw. And Peter was all gung-ho looking for her and Liv decided to stay in New York.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there, there's that bit of tension. We'll actually get back to that. Because I, I do like that part of the show. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: but Walter is captured and he's being tortured by the observers because the observers can like read your mind and also hurt you by doing that. And all the thoughts for uh, the plan are in Walter's head, but they're scrambled. So they needed a device that would um, put all those thoughts together. So Walter would have the plan in mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, uh, stealth mission, go save Walter and turns out the observer basically deleted those memories
1: yeah he actually read them found out what the plan was and instead of just like you know copying them he kind of like took them out of walter's head so he cannot remember you know the plan
0: (laughs) well he didn't figure out their plan because he never learned about the boy or anything so he just like it was sort of a yeah if we can't know it no one can
1: yeah so he just erased that part of walter's memory it's just gone
0: and they did find a device that would have uh, put his memories together, but since they're no longer there, it doesn't work.
1: Yeah, and it just kind I would, of, in a sense, scrambles his normal memories. Yes. I would like to note, this is the first episode. Yeah, this isn't like, we aren't like three, four episodes in right now. No, this is entirely in the first episode.
0: Oh, right. I had to switch notebooks, so
1: that's episode one. Toss. Yeah. we point yeah. that out because this is not a visual podcast because <laughs> yeah, that was fun to say. I don't know. Leave me alone. No, I'm, I'm, I'm defending you. I'm not coming
0: at you. <laughs> um, so the mind fixer ain't working. We need to sneak into Harvard because Harvard is a big observer building, but luckily the lab with all the this amazing technology is ambered. And also no one goes here.
1: Yeah, and we can never go in the normal way. It always has to be through the vent underground.
0: <laughs> Have to be sus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that won't age this episode mm-hmm. at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like ten years down the line, someone would just be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Look up Know Your Meme to understand. <laughs> yeah. What is a sussy baka? Huh. What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, but okay, so in the lab, we actually, we're looking in the lab because even though Walter was supposed to keep this secret, everyone kind of guesses that he wrote it down somewhere at least.
1: Because mm-hmm. of like his obsessive nature, he had to at least keep a record of everything somehow. Yeah.
0: Um and also anyone who works with the observers because the observers are very much running a fascist state at the moment and Edda and Co are a part of a rebellion yeah but i think the people and, the
1: people with the observers are called loyalists right yes that's what i was going to say yeah
0: a loyalist actually does come to the that part of the lab and they capture him and they need to ask him questions
1: so it's torture time with Edda yeah eda can be uh, pretty scary she pulls no punches
0: yeah, she gets that from her dad. Yeah. <laughs>
1: we, we were both just kind of like, yeah, she
0: gets that from Peter, doesn't she? But main problem is since this lab is in the part of Harvard that uh, no one checks, there's no power going to it. So we need to break into the main school, turn on the power so we can actually use the lab equipment. Because inside the Amber, there is a camera where we assu- uh, where everyone assumes Walter filmed his all his things. Or will at least give us a hint where he may leave the information for the plan. Mm-hmm. So we torture the Loyalist with,
1: uh...
0: No one's going to get that joke if I say a singularity device.
1: <laughs>
0: but basically it's a device that ages him for by like ten years. It rushes his atoms fast enough to age them.
1: Yeah, like, it's like fucking with him on a molecular level. It's pretty fucked. It's
0: pretty fucked up. But we torture him enough and also Liv is a nice person. We get the information, we go, sneak in, turn on the power, come back. Uh, Liv wants the guy just to go free. Like, he helped us, he did his part. And is about to kill him, but then it's like, my mom said not to. <laughs> and that, that loyalist kind of
1: switches sides. This doesn't really come back in the show in any way. It kind of doesn't. It, he just kind of says, I'm going to go with the uh, rebellion or whatever. And that's it. Yeah, I kind
0: of wish he uh, showed up at the end or something. That would have been nice, but mm-hmm. eh. <laughs> We get the camera. And turns out we're right. He Walter made tapes in case that uh, they all, in case they all died whoever found those tapes would be the last hope for humanity however all the tapes are in the amber so we're going to need to slowly use a laser to dig them all out Yep. first tape we get is tape 3 it tells us go to Pennsylvania there's things there and you need also uh, due to being in amber being Betamax tapes and also using a laser to get them out the tapes are kind of fucky-wucky at times.
1: Yeah, just inherently. <laughs> and we it doesn't help either that we kind of find them out of order. I think we, like, we find the last tape at some point, and then we find, like, the second.
0: <laughs> I don't even think they find all the tapes, actually, because of yeah. uh, other things. Like, I'm not going to spoil it in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yes, they find tape three. Go Pennsylvania. We find forest people. It's like, yo, also, uh, in all the tapes, Walter mentioned someone named Donald. That they were working with someone, he was working with someone named Donald.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Who could it be? We don't know. They go, they talk to these forest people who um, actually have a disease where their skin is starting to look like tree bark. And that is actually slowly killing them
1: yeah and we find out that like this is coming from a mine whatever is causing this (laughs) but we need rocks out
0: of those mines for the plan
1: yes but we can't go into the mine shaft because then we die from that disease from from the aforementioned disease
0: yeah because it's mainly coming from there. and uh they try some trade with another town but the town doesn't actually want to trade and one of the people uh, one of the head scientists of this Group of forest people sacrifices himself to get the rocks. Yep. Because so, also they were on a bit of a time limit because observers figured out where they were and were coming to the location. Hmm. Back, back in the sea, Pierre tries to go, go shopping for a thing. It doesn't go very well because <laughs> <laughs> an observer see, reads his mind and kind of start. Any panics a bit.
1: Yeah. He does manage to get the fuck out of there, though. So
0: that's good. Broils is still around. Mm-hmm. Neat. We also get tape 2. Tape 2 says there's a hidden tube in a subway. Spoilers, that subway is guarded by a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Oops. And But they're going to use uh, stuff from old cases that Walter had been saving in the lab to cause a fringe diversion against a fringe division. Anyway. Also, Burles is helping. Burles is on the resistance side, but he's being stealthy about it because he's still head of, like, fringe division for observers.
1: Yeah. I forget what they call it, but yeah, he's still head of the department.
0: But we they use the fucking gas that seals up all the holes from I think that was season two?
1: yeah
0: <laughs> I want to say it was season two I maybe it was when. season one
1: <laughs>
0: but they do get the tube how and the paper inside they're not able to read the observers do catch up because all the even though they were distracted you know kind of want to get to the people who are shutting other people's face holes <laughs> a big chase ensues but oh wait. No, we meet up with Broyles, and he gives them a bunch of weapons, like, like antimatter bombs. (laughs) We just have those.
1: Yeah, that's a thing now.
0: (laughs) That's a terrifying thing we have. Yep. And guns. However, um, there was a tracking device on, our, not on Broyles' car, but the on their car. The observers start to show up, Broyles runs off, and they have to run on foot because you know the car is bugged. Uh-huh. Big chase and fight ensues. However, during this, Edda actually gets shot. They try to say that they're gonna get her out, out of there, but she's even like, you'll be too slow, and starts a anti matter bomb right next to her and be like, Yeah, you have to leave. <laughs> so Edda dies. I'm sure this will not affect our characters in any way. Mm-hmm. You know, losing their daughter. Yeah. When has a bishop ever reacted violently to losing
1: a child? <laughs> exactly. So,
0: anyway, it's Peter Rampage time.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty awesome, I'm not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> also, the observers get shipments from the future. They use, like, this cube thing to open a wormhole. And the they get the idea of hey we because uh, observers are trying to get in supplies to pollute the planet because the whole reason the observers came back to our timeline is they were polluting the planet so much that it was going to die so they came back to our time to live there but they still need to pollute the plant because oxygen is poisonous will shorten their
1: lifespan basically yeah it's like it's very interesting because the way the earth evolved or whatever like the air got so bad and so toxic that they're unable to actually like live in clean air so they have like an air pollution device that they use to try to pollute the air
0: (laughs) yeah and the way they're doing that is they're getting shipments of machines from the future through the wormhole Mm -hmm. okay that's explained yes so the main idea is to clap, throw some bombs in, some dark matter bombs into the wormhole. It will collapse the other end, causing basically a black hole on that end, and the shipments won't get through to our end. Yep. Uh, but in order to do that, we need to figure out how the cube works, which opens the wormhole. And Peter tortures an observer, very annoyed, and trying to figure out how this cube thing works. Luckily, he figures it out, but the plan fails. Did, did they explain why the
1: bomb didn't work? I don't know if they did, actually. It's just kind of, it didn't. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because <laughs> everyone's even like. That should have worked. Yeah, it would take taken years to fix that. Because
1: the whole idea was to collapse the wormhole on their end, so that would like essentially cause reverse the um, the wormhole and make it a black hole, basically, and it would like destroy, like, suck everything in and destroy a good chunk of the Earth. Yeah, but I, I think it's either like do a time fucky wucky or like paradoxes or something like that. That it just comes anyway, like a minute later.
0: <laughs> so, Pierre's a bit pissed. Goes back to the observer he was torturing, and does some surgery. Observers have a little chip in the back of their head, and that's what gives them most of their uh, superhuman powers of teleportation and seeing into the future and all that. Pierre takes that out and puts it in his own brain because thinking ahead is really hard. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <clears throat> he's very desperate. He,
0: he's very angry at the mm. moment. Also the whole time Olivia is just just broken.
1: Just yeah. A very broken person. We'll get to this later, but the way the show handles grief is very well done.
0: Yeah. Anyway, next episode. We find tape seven. We have also been going through our episodes. I don't know why now I'm choosing to say when we switch episodes. <laughs> it happens. We find tapes Walter gets his hands on uh tape seven. He doesn't tell anyone what it is or what was on it and leaves. <laughs> he goes looking for whatever the tape said. And he steps through a portal, it seems, in an apartment. And it's actually a pocket universe. Uh-huh. Uh there's also a man who is trapped in that pocket universe because he was he was in the apartment building during a bombing raid and he was hit he exploded in a way that sent him into the pocket dementia
1: yeah like i'm assuming because he had to do this like little step thing to actually get into it i'm assuming he was like flung backwards by the explosion and happened to like go into the uh pocket by complete accident
0: (laughs) yeah live live here and astrid find the tape they realize what they need to do and they go and they go over to the hotel as well to try and find walter part of the tape is cut off as soon as because Walter uh, recorded it but as soon as he steps through the portal the tape seemed to end however when Liv and Peter get there and they go through the tape actually keeps playing on the other end because science yep (laughs) turns out that child who is like a main child observer we put uh, Walter and Donald put him in here because uh, we, as we find out with the man who's trapped in here, what feels like five days in here is literal years
1: out yeah. there. Yeah, like I think you said it was like something ludicrous, like 20 years or something, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, because uh, they were, were trapped for about 20 years in amber, and that's probably when the bombing rain happened. Mm-hmm. So they kept the kid, the child in there uh, Pierre and live me up with Walter. We, as Astra is weighing outside of the portal. And turn, we get to the room, but the kid isn't there. All that's there is a radio that is stuck on a single signal. Observers show up and they knock out Astrid. They go into the pocket dimension. The dude who is trapped in there dies. Sadly, sadly peter somehow finds the uh somehow finds the exit even though everyone's like how'd you remember that he says i don't know but i'll take it (laughs) he tells everyone else to run he'll hold off the observers because peter's been fucking john wooing it this whole time so everyone's like yeah that makes sense yeah (laughs) and they're like mia said the train Pierre's like, well, do, I'll do that. Pierre uses his fucking superpowers because he can teleport now and it's cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they all meet up on the train, Walter or on a bus. I forget which it is. But uh, uh, Walter also it. realizes he completely sacrificed the dude who was trapped in there, even though it would have been easy to get him out before looking for the boy.
1: Yeah, because I don't know if we mentioned this before, too, um, but in that previous episode in the season, um, Edda and um, her partner put the pieces of Walter's brain back in that Nina had removed um, in order to, so so that he doesn't become alternate. Um, but he realizes that he's trying to slowly becoming that. and He's like, you know, I saw this man as, not as a human, but just as a subject, just as a means to an end. Yeah so now walter's becoming a broken human being too yep he's having a crisis because he's like well the the, the thing that made me human is now the, 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 or i guess the thing that made me not human is now back in my brain great <laughs> neat
0: also peter has uh the vision of observers yep and we later see that he is able to slightly see into the future and predict observers morning routines allowing him to do petty bullshit and also kill them
1: <laughs> it is kind of great at one point he has like coffee spilled onto an observer's shoe just because he can
0: <laughs> just to kind of show he can yeah. it, or it
1: was to slow him down in some way yeah, but it, still it was for But like, i just found it funny we were just kind of both like did he just do that to just fuck with him if so that's hilarious.
0: Uh, we get tape 5 tape 5 says we need two of those beacons the one that we used to save September back in season 4 I will further call them butt plugs because I am very funny
1: they really do look like <laughs> butt plugs though they <laughs> <I> do
0: <laughs> we also find out how Bell betra- most likely betrayed Walter because they were figuring out the plan and then all of a sudden observers showed up and the only people who would have sold them out is uh, William Bell
1: yep <laughs> So we kept him in amber because <laughs> fuck that.
0: And the reason we kept his hand it uh Walter back in season 4 wanted to keep his hand is because we need need to go into his secret room in the old massive dynamics building in order to get the butt plugs. Yeah. We meet with Nina. She has a bare wig this time.
1: She does the the aged makeup is way better on her.
0: <laughs> because uh we need to. Uh, the lab, the lab where Bell was keeping his shit, is blocked off by rocks. So we go to Nina. And it's like, hey, we need to move these rocks. Okay, I have a thing for that. <laughs> Peter is also having side effects of his uh, ears bleeding, and his he's gained the mannerisms of observers, as vo- voice is slowly becoming more monotone. But I'm sure it's fine.
1: And by the way, uh, Main Observer has been kind of chasing him this whole time. His name is Windmark. Yeah, uh, Blowhard. Blowhard. But we, we've nicknamed him Blowhard. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what we will refer to him as now on. <laughs> or I'll call him Windmark, out of spite. Yeah. True. Who knows? Out of spite towards what? Everyone. <laughs> Say, in order to spite somebody, they have to do something to you first. They existed. <laughs> existed. How dare
0: they? <laughs> also, this episode, Peter assassinates, like, some of Widmark's generals, basically, with a with a fucked up bomb. Like, we'll get to that scene. It's so fucked. Oh I'm surprised God. they got away with that.
1: Yeah, honestly. It's, it's one of the most shocking gore moments in the series, and definitely the most shocking one in the season. Yeah. <laughs> That
0: shocked me more than anything in the show Hannibal, which, again, we covered, and you can listen on most podcast apps on YouTube.
1: Yes. <laughs> shameless plug. They shameless plug. plug. Oh, shameless plug. Ah, oh, give me more of that shameless plug. Uh. <laughs> Shame? What the fuck is that? Plug that shit. <laughs> but we do get into the lab, however,
0: and at first, Walter thinks that uh, Bell betrayed him again, but they do find the plugs, actually. Mm-hmm. Walter also really wants the, the pieces out of his head. Because he's getting very worried about not, about losing all of his friends and family again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's fun. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, Peter become has kind of gone full observer without being bald. And Liv walks in on him setting up assassination for Winmark to uh, avenge his daughter.
1: Because earlier when they were trying to get the butt plugs from the lab, um, he kind of just started talking like I'm an observer at the end. He was like, we should split up. It is the logical thing to do.
0: Yeah, and then she comes into his fucking murder board in yeah. the
1: apartment. And finds out that he can just see all sorts of different futures. So, yeah, Liv
0: has to deal with the fact her daughter is dead and now she is also losing Peter. God, this season is yeah. a fun... Ball of joy. <laughs> I know, right? But yeah, Pe- Ear keeps hunting. Uh, Winmark. Uh, Winmark knows. Walter finds out about Peter's little surgery, mm-hmm. and we figure out what happens with Observers. That little thing in the back of their head, basically, the part of their brain that is all facts and logic, takes <sighs> over the rest of their brain. They're all big brain
1: yeah no emotion it's like hyper evolution to where like it expands their brains to where they would be or whatever but because it expands it so much the part of the brain that like you know has actual like feelings and stuff like that is overwritten by it
0: yeah uh we you know we want to get out (laughs) of here before he is stuck like that forever yep
1: because it can be reversed but like it could be too late it could happen anytime and it could just be irreversible also, hold on. Also, oh, we
0: find our tape, and we need to uh, go get big magnets. Peter still being big brain to assassinate Winmark. We, Walter tries to talk to Peter. Uh, well, he almost gets killed by Winmark and his men, but gets away because teleporting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He goes to Walter get patched up, and he refuses help.
1: And it turns out they uh, also can't feel pain as well because of the um, chips. <laughs> yeah. So Peter getting Liv- shot, he just nonchalantly he's like, I need you to suture my wound. <laughs> I thought he got stabbed in the shoulder. Did he get stabbed? I forgot it was stabbed or shot.
0: Yeah, they like uh, they were doing the whole hold a knife thing, but he moved to the left and gets stabbed in the shoulder instead of the face. Right, right, right. Uh, Liv goes out to get the magnets, because God, she needs to take her mind off things. Yeah. She's pretty tense around the people, but thinking they're going to betray her, but they don't. She's driving down the road, gets captured, fucking kills the two people who capture her. Like, just fucks them up.
1: Yeah. Because the one dude, she takes the bullet that Etta had and made, like, a little... What was that called? A something gun?
0: A blowgun, basically.
1: Blowgun! That was the one I was trying to... It's a blowgun.
0: Yeah, Etta wore a necklace with a bullet that Peter said saved the world. And, uh... Etta gave that to Liv when she before she passed away. Liv puts that in a fucking blowgun, shoots a guy in the head with a makeshift air gun and shoots the guy in the head.
1: Yeah, and then she takes his gun and shoots the other person.
0: <laughs> yeah. <clears> throat> uh, throat> luckily she gets back to the city before Peter can uh, start with his assassination for windmark
1: And he's like, I can do it, it's right there. He's like, if I continue with this plan, I will snap his neck at this time and Liv is like but could you not <laughs> and Liv is like but what if
0: we like had emotions and did it later mm-hmm. and peter's like you know what yeah and then he just cuts the thing out of his own head
1: it's like no don't go to walter or anything don't get like you know I... he can't feel
0: pain at the moment <laughs> yeah so.
1: at the moment being the key word <laughs> I love as soon as it's out, he goes into pain because he's feeling he again. Yeah, and it's kind of good. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, it seems the logic part wasn't working there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So, hey, remember that radio I mentioned earlier? Yeah, it starts playing tunes. Well, not really tunes, more of like a weird Morse code.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Luckily. Walter would know how to solve this code if he wasn't currently tripping balls.
1: (laughs) In one of my favorite episodes of the season. (laughs) Yeah, so Walter is too
0: high while we're trying to figure out where the radio signal is coming from. And
1: we have to specify, not high on weed, like specifically a really good batch of LSD. uh, To quote Walter, a really good batch. (laughs)
0: Um. So, Liv and Peter track the signals. They find one place where it's being relayed, and we find out um Sam is dead. So, neat. Yeah, that, it just kind of kind of sucks.
1: It does. He just kind of killed off screen unceremoniously. It's like, damn it, he was cool.
0: Walter is also dealing with his Aaron demons while high as a kite. Uh. Of his old lab assistant saying that he will become the man he used to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, luckily, we uh, they keep control of Walter, even though he's still tripping balls. We also thought Sam was uh, Donald, because we're still looking for Donald. Luckily, it wasn't. It, it, it's Sam. Yeah, it was just it was Sam. Uh, we fig- they figure out where the location is they go to the island Walter has a trip into Monty Python land <laughs> figures out the code to, to tell the man who's living in a house on the island to put down his gun and they get the boy
1: yep turns out he's been living with these people the whole time
0: yeah Donald got him out of the portal place and had them keep playing that signal on the radio so people could find it and get the boy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Walter's still slowly becoming his mad scientist self. They need to go to Nina for help because uh, Big Brain Kid isn't telepathically talking with them anymore. Yeah, he so it's like, he's like, how do we talk to him? He
1: isn't <laughs> telepathically talking, and he can't actually, you know, talk. So, he doesn't wanna. Yeah, <laughs> we never really find out if it's because he doesn't wanna or if it's because he's incapable of doing so. True. Um.
0: But, turns out, so they go to Nina for help, and we go to a secret lab to where Nina was actually using it to study other observers to see if we could get a you know kind of an edge on them. Yep. Um however sneaking out like this nina gets compromised we also find out the kid is like super big brain like he's even smarter than the other yeah. observers
1: he's even smarter than the observers but at the same time he has ultra like emotions and empathy as well so
0: i don't think we find that out yet we just know he's big brain
1: oh okay i thought i thought we found that out in the same episode okay
0: no i think Do- uh Donald explains it next episode
1: oh okay cool gotcha <laughs>
0: But Nina is compromised. Our crew is out and about. I forget why. I think they were they were looking for uh, something to help scan the boy's
1: brain a bit more. That's it. Yeah, I yeah, know. It was because we had the one device, but instead of, you know, pumping the boy full of drugs, we get the one device to...
0: Oh, yeah, to connect Walter's yeah. brain so we can talk to the boy.
1: Yes. <laughs> Because we don't just want to drug a child that would just... Meh.
0: Yeah, we could have gone to his brain the way we did with Liv in the first season, pump him with LSD, but that's kind of a bad idea for, like, a 10-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> what, could an obs- what would an observer see if high on LSD? There's a question. That
1: is... Wow, that would be interesting thing since they can like see all possible fusion futures. We saw observer vision, which is all blue. Like, yeah, that's interesting. Like, since turns into a rave. Yeah, it's like I was gonna say because we know like the part of the brain that processes emotions or whatever is not there. But like, would the creativity part be overwritten too? I wonder. Like, would they just see nothing? Like, huh? If it's just if they're just driven by sheer logic, who knows? Huh? Who knows? <laughs>
0: The creators of the show, maybe. Probably. Uh, <laughs> but when Mark catches up with Nina because uh, one of her, like, inform one of the people who was helping her and with uh, helping the resistance, accidentally sells her out by getting interrogated. <laughs> Nina starts getting interrogated. Luckily, Eda taught her how to hide her f- thoughts slightly.
1: Yeah, she saw her how to hide her thoughts, and because they come looking for the boy in the lab. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but they can't find him, and before they can really start torturing her, Nina kills herself.
1: Yeah, she. Uh, the guards are about to like take her away, but then she like parries his gun, pulls it out. He's like, "You can't hurt me with that." I know, and then yeah, just turns on herself. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, shit sucks.
0: <laughs> I'm sure uh, fans, fans of the show, listen to this episode. Is like that is a very. Blunt way to say it Don't worry it was actually emotional But we're getting through the yeah. summary here Yeah
1: exactly we'll get to that <laughs> Don't worry We're we're not just glossing over major character deaths We'll, we'll actually get to it later
0: <laughs> But luckily they didn't get the boy Our crew comes back to dead Nina But finds the boy And we also figure out that uh, The boy can like touch people And they'll see a bunch of flashes Of their past and future And even other timelines Mm-hmm. And the boy touches Walter when they're trying to do the brain swap thing. And one, Walter gains all the memories from the timeline that was deleted with uh, where Peter existed. And two, we find out Donald is September. Um, Are you still there, by the way? Yep, yep. Cool. Yeah, Donald is September. He had his chip removed. And became more of a person we we go to Donald Donald's apartment Walter seems to be cured and happier now
1: (laughs) yeah because he showed him the other timeline
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, we go we actually do get to meet we meet with September and or Donald I'll be switching between both so just try to remember that (laughs) Also, the kids, uh, the parents who were watching over the Observer child called him Michael. Yeah, I forgot to mention that.
1: So, Observer child's name is Michael.
0: Yep. But uh, we, Donald explains that he one saved Michael from the pocket dimension just to, just to be safe. He didn't feel like that was good enough for hiding from the observers. Mm-hmm. And also, as Cameron said earlier. Not only is Michael more powerful than observer, than the normal observer, he ha- he also has emotions still, which back back in the future they thought was impossible, which led us down this whole timeline where the observers came back to uh, take over us. So the plan of the original machine is to send this boy into the future to the point where that uh, branch would have happened to prove to the scientists that, yes, you can still have emotion and then these observers will never happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Did, so, we, did we explain what happened in September?
0: Yeah, I said that they deprogrammed him and now he's a human.
1: Cool. I didn't hear that part. My bad. <laughs> Oops.
0: But yeah, so that is the plan to send him in time Forward in time. Also, during this, the Observers learn about September. Yep. Or they at least know of him doing shit. We also find out in a more secret chat between just Walter and September that Walter will have to sacrifice himself and take the boy to the future.
1: Yep. In order for the plan to work, he has to go in the future and just kind of live there for the rest of his life in order to um, give the rest of humanity a chance, basically.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we have to transport Michael somewhere our main crew gets blocked in we almost escape to a train but then Michael gets off the fucking train gets captured don't really know why he does this (laughs) Mm -hmm. we're almost at the end of the season I swear the summary is almost done (laughs) then we'll have to talk more turns out they took the boy to liberty island cuz we need to go back to liberty island
1: always comes back to liberty island
0: and that's where they're doing uh, tests on him they try to read his mind but he's a fucking uno reverse card <laughs> and all the damage
1: done to him goes back on the on a uh, uh blowhard yeah like his, his eye, like his he starts bleeding from his nose and like his eye starts bleeding and shit as he's trying to read him
0: yeah and we're like well it
1: turns out liberty
0: island at the moment, it is way too big of a base. There is no way to break in there. So, we're gonna take Liv, send her to the alternate universe, go to, to Liberty Island, get, teleport back to our universe, grab the boy, teleport, or, back to the other universe, get off Liberty Island, go back home. It's an excuse to see Lincoln again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it really is, cause we wanted to put an end to his story too, at least
0: yeah just to show he's doing well and in order to do this we pump live with a shit ton of cortex oh
1: yeah it's just so much because he, he gives her four full doses because she has to jump four times
0: yeah and she's like high as a fucking kite and like fading in and out of both realities
1: yeah like as she's initially trying to talk to them they like keep disappearing and uh, reappearing and disappearing and reappearing it's interesting
0: <laughs> yeah um But we do uh, We see the other world Lincoln is doing well He's actually dating Liv Liv looks like she's the same age Because they ran out of money on old makeup And and we do actually get to save Michael We save Michael, we go back Uh, The observers know about Broyles being a traitor now Because the only person There were only three Loyalists who knew where Michael was and one of them told Broyles where michael was so they, they kind of add two and two together yeah <laughs> also september goes to meet with december to bank a favor because it turns out one part of the machine in order to time travel is broken he tries to bank in this favor but december's like no i'm not doing that that this future's going to happen no matter what. We can't change it. Sucks to suck. Yep. <laughs> uh, Broyles realizes he's being followed when he's going to go help with the final plan. So he's just kind of bait for now. Peter also learns about the the sacrifice Walter will have to make. The observers know about the plan. However, we—they realize, okay, we can't use the machine. However, the transport tunnel will still get us to the pat to the future. We just need to reprogram one of those cubes, and we'll be fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we're going to use the transport tunnel again. One more time. You still there? Yep. Cool. <laughs> We just need another one of those cubes. So mass murder happens. A lot of murder. <laughs> like,
1: we'll get to this scene too. It's <laughs> oh, it's such a good time. It's like we we fuck up the observers. Like, holy shit. Uh, but we we get the
0: the cube. We even save broils because luckily they like pumped a bunch of drugs. And chemicals into the air vents And luckily Broyles was in a room with no ventilation Because yeah. it's a torture room
1: Peter even says he's like You have no idea how lucky you are You're in a room with no ventilation
0: <laughs> Yeah So we save him It's plan time Uh We fight Winmark And he he gets fucking crushed While teleporting yeah. By Liv going Fucking suit Like literally taking all the power of new york city it's kind of nuts pretty rad yeah
1: <laughs> which also when that blackout have turned off the magnet anyway <laughs> well it's not connected to a power grid or a power source so i thought it was like an industrial <laughs> magnet you would have had to turn it on i think you would have had to turn it on but yeah i, I do not know actually hmm. let's ignore it it was, it was uh, to yeah. quote walter it's it was, cool <laughs> exactly
0: uh and also we did find out that september actually said he's going to be the one to do the sacrifice so that way walter gets to stay with it his uh his new family and actually get to be a good person yeah if you do not see where this is going you don't watch much tv or movies <laughs> yeah right
1: <laughs> honestly like i could kind of see that coming from a mile away
0: yeah as soon as it's like oh we found an easy out great great yep (laughs) yeah it doesn't work that way because as he's taking the child into the portal he gets shot in the back because they get in a shootout with loyalists and other observers walter makes the sacrifice and in case you're wondering about bootstrap paradox or anything according to walter and september when the when walter and the boy go back they will disappear from existence Back in 2015, when the observers invaded, mm-hmm. in order to balance everything out, so the whole universe doesn't fucking collapse again. So we go back to them in the park. Peter, uh, we see live at uh, a four-year-old Eda, Dex, and Peter. I forget. <laughs> I forgot which parent I
1: said first. Shit. Oops. <laughs> Yeah, restart. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, Peter, Liv, and uh, four-year-old Etta in the park, as we've been seeing in that dream throughout the the season. They actually get to go home. Peter gets the white tulip, which uh, the way Peter found out about the sacrifice is he found a tape, which was Walter explaining him sacrificing himself. So he is now going to go see that tape. And the show ends. Mm Mm-hmm. Fucking hell.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. This season is definitely a lot. Um
0: <laughs> oh, can I just quickly ask what time we're at?
1: Uh fifty-four minutes. Fucking hell, I am sorry in advance for editing the with this episode. <laughs> it's, it's okay, it's going to be a pain in the ass, I know. <laughs> I
0: will say right now, if you want to take a break before we get our opinions in, go for it. And then yeah. come on back. <laughs> This is going to be a long one. It, a lot happened this season. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's an intermission point. Anyway, yeah, where do we start with this season?
1: Whew, well... <laughs> yeah, there, there is a lot to cover in this season, and... um. Yeah, we'll just say in advance, this was really fucking good and a really good finale right off the bat. Um, we were very satisfied with end. so...
0: <laughs> yeah, you would...
1: You would think, like,
0: something not being... We can start with the end, sure. Eh, okay. <laughs> but you would think that uh, just kind of a shootout and a bit of a weird way to kill the villain would be not satisfying, but it works here and also paralleling the fact that walter had to cross universes yeah cross a big portal with a child in order to cause all the events of fringe is also the way he solves it ends it is nice a nice poetic ending
1: it is yeah even if like you know the action wasn't super over the top or super building up or whatever it's just the character arcs and the character development came to a very natural and satisfying conclusion i felt Sorry about the clicks there. I need to turn on my fan. Yep, yeah. <laughs> getting it's a little uh, getting a little hot there.
0: Yeah, it's a bit hot in here. It's actually very nice out today.
1: Oh, that's good. <clears throat> but um, yeah, no, it it turned out really well. We liked um, not only where it like you know started, but where it ended. And yeah, I felt that just that was whole thing was very well done. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah, there were some, especially that final episode. There were some very sweet moments, oh, yeah. like the moment of Peter watching the tape was actually fucking heartbreaking
1: it was oh my goodness gracious
0: (laughs) or Walter's talk with Astrid that was so Mm -hmm. much
1: it really was because Astrid was unaware because she kind of like sensed that he was acting like this is the end, and she's like, "This isn't the end, you know. We can still have fun from this. We will succeed, and then we'll have drinks in the lab, and it'll be like old times." So I'm just like, uh.
0: and <laughs> he actually does finally get her name right and say her name is beautiful. Yeah. It's like,
1: god damn, it's like, damn it, show. Yeah, this the emotional the way that the emotion hits in this season it it hits hard like right off the bat pulls no punches with that and I kind of love it for that. (laughs) Yeah like this show got and this show got emotional before but like this one it gets really really emotional and again just the balls to start it right in this timeline future timeline was just such an interesting decision and what they do with it is so cool because this episode is entirely based around the main plot there is no filler we have cut all of that out because we have a half a season to do it <laughs> yeah it's very much
0: this is a season for fans without feeling like it's pandering.
1: Yes, exactly, because there are callbacks and stuff, which we'll get to, but they don't feel forced or anything. This feels like it's its definitely a love letter for the fans and all the people who stuck with the show to provide, you know... Because season four provided, they, they wanted to go with, like, kind of a to wrap up all the main overarching plots just in case... Um, you know because they didn't know if they we were going to get renewed at the time but they got renewed and they were like oh yeah so we closed it really good that was a pretty good ending but we just had these few questions left let's answer that <laughs> we have one little thing to tie up
0: the main plot everyone is fine if you're watching this fifth season you've seen the fourth one yeah <laughs> we understand that and we're just going to go right into it we ain't going to bullshit around with you
1: yeah this season just goes right the fuck into it. And we made, we made fun of that at the beginning because it's like, it was a lot at the beginning. We were only able to do like one, two. I, I think we only started with the first episode and that's all we could do, right? <laughs> yeah, because th- honestly, the first four
0: episodes have so much in them. They can basically be TV movies.
1: Yeah, they're basically like mini-movies. It's it's so well done from a te- not only a technical standpoint, but from just the plot standpoint and how much is thrown in there. And it's odd because so much is thrown in and so much happens, but it doesn't feel rushed. The pacing is just perfect. Oh, yeah. They're... I
0: cannot see the show going any longer or shorter. It feels perfect for this season.
1: Yeah. They, they, they took the 13-episode limit they had and they used that to their full advantage. Like, it was just so well done, not only for the overarching plot, but from episode to episode to episode, there was also, like, a very satisfying beginning and end. There was also a beginning and a resolution, but they still left enough open to continue the story.
0: Yeah, and it, it also, I'll give the, the season this, too. It doesn't rely that hard on bullshit cliffhangers.
1: Yeah, thankfully. <laughs>
0: There's, like, one or two, but most of the time, it's a fair... It feels like the episode at least wrapped
1: enough. Yeah, it wasn't like the opening of Season 3. Uh, Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, yeah, that is just fantastically done. The writing is so fucking good. Like... <laughs> It, oh my god,
0: give it up to the actors a fucking yes. game for playing another goddamn version of
1: themselves. No, Everyone. Everyone does such a good job. Like, oh my goodness, all the supporting characters is just the main cast, you know? Anna Torv, Joshua Jackson, and um, John Noble all do so fucking good.
0: Liv is a broken character this time around. Like, she's just exhausted. Yep. But in a way that isn't annoying... Like, she, yeah, she's a bit more down, but it feels realistic, and she still has her normal positivity.
1: Yeah, she still has her normal po- positivity, and she's still able to, you know, do um what she, she, what the plot needs her to do, or whatever. Like, she's still able to stick to the plan, and not let moping get in the way of work, or whatever.
0: Yeah, Peter has to play, like, three versions yeah. of himself, of the, the broken Peter, the observer Peter, and... Well, the Vengeful Peter, and then the Observer Peter.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting, and he does just get those mannerisms down perfectly.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. You have Walter slowly becoming old Walter, which you can actually... Which is so natural, it's hard to tell until you think about his actions. It's like, oh shit, that is different than what he normally does.
1: Mhm. It's very brilliantly done.
0: <laughs> is just always a joy of watch. She's the best side character. Oh my
1: gosh, yes. She is great. I love Astrid.
0: <laughs> also, Edda is better that I remembered uh the season four part two episode we had. Uh Kaya said her acting was a bit eh in that episode, but she is definitely more comfortable in this season for the time she has.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, she does a much better job, we felt, so <laughs> <clears throat> mm. I'm debating
0: jumping to Edda or uh, Peter and Liv's relationship, mm. which should... We...
1: Well, let's go to Edda first, because that kind of affects Peter and Liv's relationship. That's true. Uh, that killing Edda in the fourth episode is such
0: a fucking good idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, because, like, you know, Broyles, um, we, we, it was kind of like he was going around and stuff, we actually reintroduced him in that episode where they kill her off, I think, right? Yeah. And we were thinking, are they gonna kill Broyles again? But no, that would be too obvious. <laughs> I mean, we
0: did that once already, and this one actually did really raise the stakes. Yeah. Cause I think we've talked about this before with TV shows. Where it just feels like they either A don't they just don't know who to kill they kill off like some random character introduced in an episode mm-hmm. or it's always someone who clearly isn't part of the main group.
1: Yeah. Like for most it's... episodes, it's like, yeah, sorry. Or for most American TV, it's like, yeah, sorry, you're not cowboy bebop. You can't make me care about this person in one episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> it's a lot of just like, Oh, you don't have the main character pass. Ah. Guess who's dead at the end of this season.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: But here they found that perfect balance of like, okay, you know this character, you're starting to like her, you're learning about how her personality is different from the other Mm -hmm. characters
1: and her chemistry and guess what
0: she's fucking
1: gone. Yeah, and it's 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 good because, like, it's not just some random side character or whatever. It's not only this character that does actually get a lot of screen time and is important to the plot, but also the character is related to the main, other main characters, and it gi- her death gives them motivation and a reason to continue. It's just not some random person.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the death doesn't feel like it's just to throw her in the fridge. Yeah. It actually feels like a natural thing that happened.
1: Yeah, like... This was the risk she knew she was willing to take and it happened to catch up with her like it just it could have happened to anyone really. Yeah, so that is
0: I give the show massive props for one having the balls to do that and yeah. two doing it so well. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and going off that fucking peter and Liv's relationship i'm so happy they handled it well yeah honestly
1: because there they are cer- there are certain shows where like the characters get together and it's not that well done but their relationship is very well handled i felt
0: yes and they don't do the fucking cliche of oh yeah. they broke up and they're tense now so but they'll get together by the end no they yeah. did they had a rocky spot in their relationship yes but both are understanding of the other's reasoning, and they're still in love with one another. It's still a yeah, good relationship.
1: Exactly. It's not like the American cliche, It's where it's like, we have to show this tumultuous relationship, and they have to break up and not understand each other. No, it's like, rocky shit happens, but they're still understanding and supporting of each other. Wow, what's this? A healthy relationship in an American television show? <laughs> are we allowed to do this? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and the rocky spots feel natural not forced and it's not just one character being selfish or stupid <laughs> yeah it's like you can understand why peter was more
0: was very involved with trying to find star yeah. the bishops are kind of like that when they lose a
1: kid <laughs> exactly it's been well established in the show the bishops do not take that shit lightly <laughs> and also uh live it
0: even admits that like it wasn't that it wasn't like she didn't agree. It was how she personally felt, and she couldn't push herself that far. Yep. <laughs> but also having that understanding of Peter, like, I get why you did this.
1: Yes, exactly. You can see so why he's driven to do that. Nerd. It is. It's very, very refreshing just to see that kind of healthy relationship portrayed in a television show. It's, uh.
0: Especially after Flash Forward.
1: Oh God, yeah, where it was just the most generic soap opera type drama. <laughs> what if we had three love triangles? What? <laughs> what?
0: What? The first two haven't worked. Throw another one. <laughs> uh, watch our episodes on Flash Forward if you want to hear us be angry. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh goodness. That's really well done, and honestly, the side characters are well done, too. You know, Broyles, Nina, all the supporting actors, they do a great job. Oh, yeah, Nina's death hits super hard, too. Honestly, and she's very well developed in the show, so... (laughs)
0: they got her a better wig this
1: time (laughs) they did because in the first season like we noticed too it's like because the the reason this wig looks more natural is because she not only has like predominantly white hair but there's also some like grays and some browns thrown in there because she used to be a redhead or whatever um well it's they grayed it up because in the season four episode it was just bleach white
0: and it looked fake as hell (laughs) it was just
1: yeah it looked like one of those like plain white wigs you get like a costume store or something (laughs) yeah it looked more like a cosplay wig that uh Yeah, it's like that works for cosplays because, you know, you're supposed to be anime characters, but not for characters that are supposed to be based in real life.
0: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like real white hair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. And I mean, the, the, the villains are interesting, too, like what they did with the observers, because in the first... Three or so seasons, like they were, we assumed they were just more benign scientists that they just traveled back in time. But no, it turns out they had a way more sinister motive, and they become the main villains in season five.
0: Well, technically, the ones we did see didn't know that was the plan. The True. original twelve
1: months, yeah,
0: weren't were scoping out this area for the worse observers.
1: Yep. But, yeah, they end up um, not actually um, going through with that and actually end up helping the humans because they realize, hey, wait a minute, shit's fucked.
0: <laughs> yeah, for some reason, only in the period of the late 2000s did they develop emotions. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: get but okay. It's odd. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, Michael serverus does a good job as September. Honestly, it's very interesting to see him as a human and not just an observer. Yeah. That was, that was a good
0: twist. I'll give it him was. that because
1: I didn't see it coming. Yeah, or like this whole time it's like, who's Donald? And it's like, oh shit, Donald is September. Damn. <laughs> and he does also, actually have hair in this. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I'm so happy Pierre didn't lose his
1: hair. That would have been weird because there in in the episode where he's slowly changing into the Observer, there's one brief scene where like he kind of like itches his head or something, and then he like pulls out a huge tuft of hair because his hair is starting to fall off. And we're like, please don't have bald Peter. That would look really, really weird. Who's the actor for Peter? Uh, Joshua Jackson. Yeah, Joshua Jackson. Not to be mean, <laughs> but
0: I don't think he could pull off being bald, even with a even if he was allowed to
1: keep his beard. Yeah. It
0: wouldn't look right.
1: It's just the inherent face shape of his face and his head. It would look really and with the way like his eyebrows are, I think that would look really weird.
0: Yeah. Uh Windmark is also a very good villain. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he's a scary villain. I'll give him that. Yeah.
1: And I looked him up and actually fun fact he's um acted he he's actually voice acted in a bunch of anime. Really? Yeah, he was in Mobile uh he, he is in a dub of Mobile Suit Gundam, Am um, Jinro, but he, uh something that was very interesting is he was Diego Jose San Fernando Lovelace in Black Lagoon Roberta's Blood Trail. Wha- that was Windmark. <laughs> what the fuck? Michael Copsa is his name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, do you mean Black Lagoon, the anime we also covered on the podcast? Yes. So you can listen multiple podcast apps and on YouTube? Yep. <laughs> the, yes, that one, exactly.
1: <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And he's just done a bunch of other TV work as well, live action. So he's kind of done both, which is really interesting. Um, he was very, mostly well-known, though, for his um, dubs in uh, Mobile Suit Gundam. So he's in, like, a lot of Mobile Suit Gundam video games as his character. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> He's a really good fucking villain. He's really enjoyable as a uh, blowhard. <laughs> Why did we call him blowhard? Just randomness? <laughs>
0: because I thought his name was like wind something.
1: Oh, okay. I think it was
0: the way uh, one of the characters was pronouncing it with their accent. It sounded like wind mark, not wind mark. Ah,
1: <laughs> so, blow. so I thought
0: with wind blow <laughs> and then blowhard. That's pretty great. Um, I think that's about it with character.
1: Yeah, all the characters and the actor acting is really, really well done. Um, Writing is great. But so, yeah, let's move on to some of the technical aspects, because those are so, so good.
0: Okay, the gore. We're starting with the gore. Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) They do not let up on the body horror this show has been known for. (laughs) Okay,
0: so the assassination scene. I want to start there because holy shit. (laughs)
1: like that just caught me so off guard because of how fucked it was
0: okay so what Pierre did is he replaced one of the observer's suitcases to be a basically a bioweapon with the fleshing disease back from season one
1: and then there's some probably and, pedantic fucks on the internet who'll be like oh well it's technically a briefcase not a suitcase fuck you eat shit yeah uh, <laughs> Actually, it's an anti-shay case. You fuck. <laughs> Attaché, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but,
1: and I in season
0: one, I don't think we saw it. Like, in we saw the aftermath and we saw people kind of coming in terms with it. This one, we get the middle. And the observers, we see one observer with his lower jaw hanging off by one side, and you see his teeth and tongue moving uh, separately from it as it shakes around.
1: Yeah, it's the flesh-eating one or whatever that kind of just dissipates the skin slowly. Yeah, and, like, his jaw just kind of comes on hinges just, and splits apart. I'm just like, oh, my God! <laughs> well, the part that makes it so
0: much... Like, just a jaw falling off? Fine, I can deal with that. Yeah. But it's the fact his teeth were also separate, and
1: you see that <gasps> wiggling, he too. You can see it, like, moving and shit. It was... like we said i'm surprised they got away with that on television like holy shit
0: yeah that scene caught us way off guard
1: oh my god oh fuck (laughs) yeah
0: and then uh there's the mass murder scene (laughs) where we get to see all the poisons go into effect again
1: yeah, that was just kind of awesome. That was another one where, like, it had a bunch of throwbacks, but um, it was just kind of cool because, like, we saw, like, the one where it covered the skin, all the holes in the skin, and the flesh melting one. But also we saw that one worm thing from uh, the episode where uh, the the people from, was it China? Yeah, the triad. The triads, yeah, they were experimenting on it, But, yeah, you see a bunch of them, like, burst out of people's chests and shit and, like, coming out and writhing around and... You see the one, um, Uh, the butterfly one where it's like he gets cuts and shit. (laughs) Yeah. uh, We also see the aftermath of the head exploding disease. And then the one where it's like that gross worm thing coming out of his mouth.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that Uh, one's fucked.
1: God, just so much like fucked up shit happens. Some really good gore that is just brutal, brutal for television. And I'm just like, man.
0: (laughs) I, I will admit there is a part of me that wishes they would mix and match the the, uh, fucking diseases.
1: Yeah, like, we were talking about that afterwards and how that would have been kind of cool, honestly.
0: <laughs> like, uh, the what... Like, someone gets the... the stomach burster and the fate the whole closing disease so like the thing bursts out of its stomach but then gets chopped in half because it healed yeah the body heals itself so quickly exactly
1: it gets like chopped in half. you see like half it fall off or like i was like well if the head and that little worm thing came out of like what remained of the stump of the throat just eh. yeah <laughs> get some really fucked up shit there <laughs> and this is more going back
0: to that this is a season for fans because we get to see all this again and it's like oh that's from
1: that episode that yeah. episode yeah <laughs> But it's not forced or done in a way where it's like winking at the audience. It's like no, they're just using this shit because that was what was available. Walter kept it in the lab just for scientific purposes. <laughs> or, or um, if you if you remember
0: the episode where people were ab- those robbers were able to walk up walls and defy gravity. <laughs> yep. Walter apparently puts it into bullets, and this is for the final episode. He even tells Beer, like, use these and we'll see them float away. Walter, why? Because it's cool.
1: (laughs) It's one of the best lines in the show. He's like, because it's cool.
0: I want that so bad. I don't know where I'll use it, but I want to have it at all times now. (laughs)
1: I'll I'll get it to you. Don't worry. I got you. (laughs) But because it's cool. Because it's cool. (laughs) It's so well done. Oh my goodness. But yeah, that's all good. And I mean, Jesus, the cinematography is as good as ever. Like, it just, how did, I don't know how, but the cinematography was gorgeous to begin with. And then just kept getting better as the show went on.
0: Yeah, a lovely use of, like, blues and greens throughout the season
1: plus the drug episode they just go all out creativity and they not only you know have the trippy sequences but they also fuck with your perception of time and they use editing in order to fuck with you like there's the one where walters watching the television and they're all talking in it but then like it you see it, it's a reflection they turns around and they're just there yeah because he
0: jumped ahead in time basically yeah
1: it's really clever how they play with like the time and the loss of time just because he's tripping fucking balls
0: <laughs> or he's like sitting in a car and he thinks he's about to be ripped out by an observer but he's actually at the location where they brought him
1: yeah and astro like walter you ready and it's like what <laughs> it's
0: crazy <laughs> and then there's the monty python sequence out of fucking nowhere (laughs)
1: it just caught me so off guard I was like hold on sorry I blinked what's going on now we're in a Terry Gilliam animation why (laughs) oh my goodness and it was great because they honestly captured that style so well (laughs) yeah just just the creativity in that episode was fantastic (laughs) I also really loved the one with the wormhole that was just cool yeah, that was. It was just neat. <laughs> yeah, and just the action scenes are so well done. Like the action scenes are very cinematic. They really do feel like like movie level like action scenes because of it.
0: Yeah. Also, Peter just fucking dual wielding those pistols
1: oh, is cool as hell. He does that a lot through the season, and every time I saw it, I was just like, "Yeah, let's go." And just the one fight with Peter and the Observer where they kept teleporting around, I was like, "Yes, I wanted that. That was so cool." <laughs> Yeah, that was fucking sick. Yeah. (laughs) There was some great fucking action in this season. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And just the sound design and score is great. The score is very dramatic, and for those emotional scenes, it adds so much to it. And this
0: kind of went away later in the season, but at the beginning, they use silence really well. Yeah. They're able to figure out... They just have... Sorry, go on. I was going to say, they just give a lot of the scenes moment a lot of time to breathe and actually have the weight of yeah. the situation come on the audience
1: that just is again just something that goes to show how well the pacing is and they know like not only when to use music but when to use silence effectively and help that moment just become a moment you know <laughs> just don't need like you don't need a music score to tell you how you're supposed to feel you feel because the, the, uh, of how the scene is playing out and how the story is playing out it's the, the, the hallmark of a well-written movie and or show <laughs> yeah you're you care because you're invested <laughs> in what's happening yeah you don't
0: need the music to blare in your ears saying this is a drama moment
1: isn't that right? flash forward
0: <laughs> oh man we're just gonna be bare towards the cape and flash forward forever now oh
1: yeah <laughs> totally yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's all well done, and I just loved how the series went, honestly. Like, it was the one of those things where last night, um, I recently watched uh, The King's Man, because at the moment it's streaming on HBO Max, and I kind of had to pause for a second because it just kind of hit me, I think, as I was watching it. I just kind of kept flashbacking to Fringe and just overall how it felt and how everything went the different seasons, and I'm just like, man, what a fucking show that was. That was a great fucking show. I just kept flashing back. I'm like, man, I just, I, I kind of had to pause the movie. I was just like, I just have to take a moment to just appreciate fringe.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was just, this whole show has been such a good fucking se- I can't name a series where it goes on for like five seasons like this and is good all the way through i mean yeah i enjoy archer but that's more of a comedy show not so much story
1: yeah this is one of the rare like very story heavy driven live action shows where it's like the whole show is just consistently enjoyable even if it has some rocky spots but what show doesn't really
0: uh paranoia agent
1: well <laughs> you know <laughs> again, that just was you only... can't compare
0: everything to satoshi <laughs>
1: khan fuck you <laughs> And you especially can't, in this case, because that was only 13 episodes as opposed to the hundred of Fringe. Hey,
0: you just said a show without Rocky spots here, not say length.
1: I guess, but. (laughs) But yeah, it was just so well done. I'm so happy that we actually um, got to watch it. So, (laughs) yeah, this was a show I heard nothing about. Yeah, it's definitely one of those. I think you only knew of it. Yeah, because I I was watching a lot of television at the time it originally aired, and I remember seeing previews for it, and I thought, hey, that looks fucking cool.
0: <laughs> there is a uh, one thing I want to mention before we finish up with Fringe for from this season at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, back with episode two when they're uh, interrogating the loyalist, I like how they actually realistically make the soul. Uh, the loyalist. Yeah because he isn't just some dude who you know like twisting his mustache and evil fascist who wants to stomp puppies no they actually do give the reason of he just wants like yeah all he wanted was to protect his family from the observers and he didn't want to fight for it because one of his kid i think he i forget if this was a lie or not but he says like one of his kids died in a bus bombing led by the resistance And joining with the observers, he got a safe place. He wasn't going to be harmed by them. And his family was far away from the danger.
1: And he even said, like, it was, yeah, it was just self-preservation. He's like, you know, I joined them because I'm a coward because I didn't want anything to fucking happen to them. It's like, I just, I took the easy way and I joined them because that was just how I could survive yeah i'm happy they actually
0: show that because that is how people fall for or fall into terrible groups is they are looking for safety in some way and they are willing to look past a few things for that self-preservation
1: yeah it's really well done it's like it's really like that's just the thing like the world building is so fucking good (laughs) Yeah, this
0: whole fucking series is so good, and I am... I'm happy... I'm happy we're moving on, but also I'm a bit
1: sad. I know! It's that very bittersweet thing of what a good show. And I I forget when you described it or what show it was. You described me a long time ago just, you know, that fuzzy feeling or tingly feeling or whatever you get after finishing just a really good form of media. You just, like, you sit down, you watch a really good anime or a really good show, and just that... Feeling of almost euphoria you get, just what a satisfying and just fulfilling thing. Because you know, as creative people ourselves, we're just like, you know, seeing something that's like really good, that inspires us, that like, you know, really just helps feel us creatively is just so good. It's so it, it's speaks to who we really are, you know?
0: <laughs> Hits us on a deeper level, yes.
1: man. So good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. definitely definitely highly recommend this show This show is
0: yeah even fantastic. if you've listened to every episode of the yeah. watch the show it's so fucking good
1: i think it's definitely one of those shows that will champion where it's like you know pe- more people need to know about this because it does have a very dedicated cult following but it needs to be talked about more we feel absolutely yeah more pe-
0: again i didn't hear anything about this show <laughs> i think i saw like one or two advertisements for it when i was growing up but yeah I didn't hear about it until we were making the original uh, long series wheel, and Cameron was like, Hey, what about this show? It has other universes and stuff. It's like, I like other universes. That's neat.
1: Because it's fun to discuss. Ultimate universes are fun to think about. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's Fringe. I think that is Fringe, not only season five, but just the general series. So (laughs) that's it. That's the end of the entire Mm. (laughs) series. Fucking hell. I know. What a fucking journey. (laughs) And yes, because we are finished with Fringe, that does mean something.
0: (laughs) It means we're on the long series wheel. Yeah. If you are new here, or you have forgotten over the past year, the way we do things is we have a long series wheel. These are shows that are three to five seasons long. And we spin it. We'll go whatever show we land on we will go through it season by season and between those seasons we will cover shorter shows such as anime or shows that got canceled or only ran one season Mm -hmm. but since we finished a long series we're gonna spin the long series wheel see what we're doing next and um then we'll cover season one of that maybe
1: (laughs) we'll see we're thinking of throwing a topic episode in there
0: (laughs) yeah next week might be a topic we'll probably be a topic episode
1: yeah just to give us a little break between the
0: (laughs) to to give us a little bit of breathing room before we start whatever show is next yep and um yeah we also haven't done a topic episode in like a year i think how's it been that long huh it's it's been a long while actually interesting maybe a little let oh less than a year but i think over half a year
1: yeah so (laughs) before we spin um what series do we have on there just to remind the audience
0: that's fair for those who aren't looking at the youtube version we have nikita do do you want to say it's not related to the movie or will i say it half-assed well because
1: it it can be confused be confusing because there was a movie by uh luke bassan that he made but then there was also an original french tv show that was made off of it this is not that this is the cw nikita
0: yeah and it it's like lightly based off the french one right yeah uh we have gotham the good place breaking bad which Why are we covering Breaking Bad? That show's talked about all the time. I haven't seen it besides Season 1, so it'll get kind of a first-time viewer thing for it.
1: Yep, as a uh, first-impression podcast, it'll be very good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We got Samurai Jack, Creature, Twin Peaks, Mr. Robot, Ash vs. Evil Dead, and the Lethal Weapon series from Fox. Yep. So, with that, it is time two spin
1: okay ooh okay all right what do we get this is a weird one
0: <laughs> this is this is going to be a bit of a weird tone shift we're covering samurai jack next
1: <laughs> yeah fucking love samurai jack <laughs> hell yeah i Oh, I
0: hate my past self so much.
1: Because didn't you say, like, your past self really didn't care for it?
0: <laughs> As a kid, I did not care for Samurai Jack. I was like, this
1: is quiet and slow. I don't <laughs> like it. Just
0: old Justin's... Younger Justin was a fucking idiot with ADHD. Now I'm an idiot with ADHD who likes slower things. Oh, stop <laughs> Uh
1: But, yeah, no, I fucking love it. But, him, yeah... Sure. <laughs>
0: Um, this one might be a bit faster, because we can probably cover each season in, uh, one yeah. episode.
1: Because each season is not long. It's not like the 22-episode season. I think each season, besides, um, the last one, is, like, 13 half-hour episodes.
0: Yeah, yeah so, um, uh, these sh- in case you're listening, that. They- in case you want to watch the show before we cover it it should be on hbo max if i remember correctly because it it's owned by it cartoon is. network and adult swim
1: yep I, ch- I checked the other night it is cool
0: and yeah you can listen to that again net, uh, next well next week is a movie and then the week after that will probably be a topic episode don't know what topic it is we haven't recorded it yet
1: yep so and like you guys find out what it is during the episode we do not we have no idea what it is beforehand
0: yeah, you, you can find out because you know we we put in title. Yeah. <laughs> it's silly if we don't.
1: But yeah, uh that is fringe. Yes. So good. So we will catch you guys a uh, next time.
0: Or soon if you want to listen to another episode after this. Yeah. Please. So <laughs>
1: please do in that case. Uh thank you so much in advance. Yeah. Anyway, I'll see you next time. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cinema Roulette. If you want to interact with the show more, you can follow us on Twitter, at Roulette Cinema. If you wish to follow our hosts, Justin is at JKPancake on Twitter, and Cameron is at Inc. on Twitter. If you wish to watch a video version of the podcast, it can be found on the YouTube channel, CamCam. Thanks again to Teller's Place for making the base art for all of our thumbnails. And if you enjoyed the show please remember to subscribe or rate on whatever podcast app
1: you use.